welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Thanks for joining me for a new video. In this one, I want to share my personal plan to increase my productivity in 2021 and beyond. I pride myself as being a pretty productive person, and I think there's a strong tie between how productive we are and how efficient we are. Like, I don't want to be the most productive person because I spent the most time working. I want to spend the least amount of time working, ideally, work as smart as possible, and be very productive in as little time as possible because I don't think life is about um, sitting at a computer all day or doing whatever it is you do all day just to generate income. I know that there's a lot more to life and I think that generating income and having money is just a vehicle to free yourself to do what it is you actually want to do when you want to do it. So I've broken my plan down into three major parts and at the end, I've got a challenge that I want to extend to you. So if you're ready, let's get started. Real quick, before we get to the productivity tips, just want to remind you, I run a weekly print-on-demand giveaway completely free to enter. Use the link at the top of the description to do so. This week, sponsored by The Flying Upload, print-on-demand upload automation, automate POD, print-on-demand design creation automation, and All-American Graphics, premium pre-made graphics that you can use in your designs. And right next to that link, I've got a link to my uh, Passive Income Facebook community. So if you'd like to join, I'd love to have you. Just use that link and uh, I'll let you in. All right, let's talk about productivity tip number one. This is probably the most important one out of all of them, and I think it has the most data behind uh, why it's something we should all be striving to do, and that is, simply put, we need to sleep more. Now, I am not bad about my sleep. I'm good about sleeping. I don't know what it is, but I just need the sleep. I don't know if it's that I'm in tune with my body more than than other people are, because I know a lot of my friends don't think they need eight hours of sleep a night. Um, I don't need to be told by somebody that I need eight hours, though. I know I need it. Like, I, I feel it physically and mentally if I don't get eight hours. And I know eight might seem excessive, but, you know, I was listening to, before I did this video, I listened to, you know, I've probably listened to Matthew Walker. He's like the sleep doctor. He's been on Joe Rogan. He's been on a uh, TED Talk. Very well received. I mean, you can already see on YouTube alone. So just YouTube, over 10 million views. And probably there's a lot of people like me that have re-listened to his stuff uh, multiple times. So this time I went through and I took notes. And here are just a couple. I mean, again, I'll put a link in the description to his interview on Joe Rogan, which is the most extensive. He talks for like two hours. And this was years ago, so I'm sure the science has only gotten better. But there's some interesting stuff about what happens when we don't get enough sleep And uh, like I said, I didn't know maybe all of these data points, but I know that I need my sleep. That's one of the things that I can't sacrifice. But that being said, um, you know, I'm definitely guilty of maybe getting seven and a half hours sometimes. And I would like to get all eight hours, but also with a caveat there with an asterisk. I want to get eight hours of sleep. And I want to wake up a little bit earlier because I definitely am way more productive in the morning, as I'm sure pretty much everybody is. I think I heard that like Jeff Bezos doesn't take meetings before lunchtime or something like that just because he wants to it was something like that where he wants to get the most out of his mornings so I can definitely relate to that like I I my brain's ability to process information and um, while I'm not doing too much web development like I was working on that this morning and yesterday and it's like one of those things where if I attack it early in the day I feel like I can get to the solutions when I'm working on creative things much faster so Here's some interesting notes from uh, Matthew Walker's TED Talk and his um, appearance on Joe Rogan. 
So sleep reduction will result in lower productivity and efficiency. And that's just like a way of me saying it at a high level. But if you listen to him talk, he actually gives you the um, actual things that change in your brain when you don't get enough sleep. Uh, it lowers your testosterone. It results in poor cardiovascular health. And I put a note right here at the bottom that says, in spring, daylight savings time, where we lose an hour of sleep, the day after, there's a 20% spike in heart attacks. In fall, where we get an extra hour of, you could say, sleep or time. It does happen in the middle of the night, so it pretty much is sleep. In the fall, when we get the extra hour, there's a 21% reduction in heart attacks. So, I mean, it kind of speaks for itself there as far as cardiovascular health goes. And he cites a bunch of studies like that, too. He was citing studies where a school started their uh, their day an extra, like, hour and 15 minutes later in the day. And there was a 70% reduction in car accidents. And there was a... Um, on average, like a couple hundred points higher SAT scores if the students had gotten extra sleep. I don't think that was related to like the school start time, but they tested uh, groups of students and the ones that got an extra hour of sleep or a couple hours of sleep had like a hundred point higher SAT scores on average. So uh, what else? Immune system, your immune system suffers. So now we have the health crisis. Uh, you should be really paying attention to your sleep, right? If your immune system's going to suffer, there are these things called NK cells. I forget what it stands for. It's something like something killer. Um, like whatever, something negative killer cells. I think it might be something like that. Essentially, the things that attack the things that cause cancer, the cells that help fight them, you have a reduction in them. I think he said that if you get like four hours of sleep and they tested, there was like a 70% reduction in them. So you definitely want those cells in your body to fight off the uh, cancer-causing cells. I uh, cited increased food consumption. If I remember to stack correctly, it was something like if you get, uh, I don't remember if it was like four to six hours of sleep, but it was something like, yeah, I think it was like six hours of sleep. If you get six hours of sleep, you eat on average an additional 200 to 300 calories a day. And over the span of a year, it and it ended up summing up to like 70,000 calories. And it tends to be lower quality food or at least like higher carbohydrates, which is then going to turn into um, most likely stick with you and turn into fat. Uh, and he said 20 hours of being awake is equivalent to being drunk. <laughs> so if you stay awake for 20 hours, you're basically drunk, you know, and it, it, it manifests physically as well as mentally. So essentially what we're saying is we need to get more sleep. And of course, there's some tips on the other end of it. You want to aim for minimum eight hours of sleep. He said, okay, seven minimum, but eight hours of sleep is really the gold standard. Uh, normalize your sleep schedule. Turn off the lights earlier. So that's something that I'm good about. Uh, I usually turn my lights off at like 10 p.m. Honestly, just to get that get my body ready to be asleep. That way, it's not that hard to convince it to sleep. You know, and I also exercise a lot and I work myself a lot mentally when I'm working all day. So for me, falling asleep is pretty easy. Plus, like I get excited about waking up the next day and you know getting started. So for me, I don't know. I'm pretty fortunate in that regard that like it's easy for me to fall asleep and it's easy for me to wake up just because I'm I'm often looking forward to the next day. Uh, and keep the temperature cool. So he said that. Um, a cooler temperature at night when you're going to fall asleep tends to help you uh, sleep better. And again, there's way more to it, guys. I'll put a link in the description if you want to watch. It's a really good watch. All right, productivity tip number two. This one I really believe in. You need to level up your technology. Level up your computer. Don't let a slow computer slow you down. It should be the opposite. You should be slowing the computer down, right? <laughs> if the computer's slowing you down... It, it, it just doesn't make sense to me in that we're going to be in the year is going to be 2021. The year to have a fast computer to me was like probably 10 years ago, 
to invest in a fast computer. And uh, in 2021, it's like if your computer's slowing you down, slowing you down. And this is this is not my setup, by the way, but this is basically very similar to mine as far as how I um, have my computer going. I mean, for me, I use smaller monitors on the side and I have a TV above to definitely bigger. But anyways, like a fast computer or at least a computer that is equal to you as far as your usage, because I know not everybody's a computer whiz, is something to me that's like a no-brainer investment. If you can afford it, if you're serious about running an online business, which, I mean, come on, like even prior to what happened in 2020, it's like you, you could see the trend of online businesses coming and e-commerce continuing to grow. Like that's not anything crazy to say in 2020. And now it's like, okay, whether you were resisting adoption of e-commerce or not, you've pretty much had to participate and start buying things online this year. So, you know, if you're going to be on the other side of that, which is not just a consumer, but also a seller and business owner, you know, don't, don't let your computer, um, get in the way of, of you scaling up your business and being successful. And in addition to that, guys, I don't have the exact statistics on how much your productivity is increased when you add a monitor. Uh, but when you go from one to two monitors, it's like a massive game changer, at least everybody that I've ever talked to, including my own experience. And then when you go from two to three, to me, at least it's another massive game changer. So, and then I usually use my fourth one above for like entertainment, but if I ever need to use it, um, it's there. So I really believe in multiple monitors. And if you haven't tried, by the way, if you haven't tried a, uh, I didn't, I should have put a slide in for this. When you use your primary monitor, like the one right in front of you, try out not a 4K monitor, but I believe the resolution is 2560 by 1440. Let me Google it over here um, and try to give you the name of this resolution. So it's called WQHD and it's called 1440p. All right, like I promise you... (laughs) you're going to like it. I can pretty much guarantee it. So it's, if you use a 4k monitor, things just get too small. And then when you zoom, it's just, I don't, I've done 4k. I'm not a fan. Um, I ended up returning it. And the, the WQHD 1440p monitor for me, for my primary monitor has been a game changer and I've been using it for years. So I, I, I definitely would recommend it. It just gives you more pixels, more real estate, you know, more screen real estate without having to strain your eyes. Productivity tip number three. Now, this is one that I don't really struggle with. Like, I'm not that into social media, and I don't have some burning desire to constantly be like reading some news feed about what's going on in other people's lives. So, that being said, I know that, especially for younger people, there is kind of a feeling like you have to be present on social media. So, I don't fault you for being on social media, but like, try to limit your exposure. You know, if your end goal is to start a business or scale a business, or ultimately if it's just to make money, when you're doing something that's not getting you closer to that end goal, at least try to be conscious, try to be present and uh, just think about it while you're looking at Instagram or looking at Facebook or looking at Twitter. Think like, am I getting any closer to what's really important to me while I do this? And if not, cut back your usage. You know what I mean? I, I, it's not that these are all bad. You know, you can learn a lot of interesting things on these social media networks, but to me, I'm saying cut back your usage and try to use your time on things where you can, can make quantifiable progress. So if you're trying to start a business, what's standing between you and where you want to be, and then chip away at that goal and, uh, you know, get, get some time back by using social media less. 
Also, just wanted to throw out a quick recommendation. I do use this software called Push Bullet. I think it costs like $40 a year. And um, there's no affiliate program or anything like that. But like this software to me is invaluable because it lets me manage my phone from my computer. So I never have to actually be on my phone using my thumbs because I'm way quicker with a mouse and a keyboard than I am with my thumbs. So Push Bullet is extremely useful for me because it also lets me like keep my finger on the pulse of what's going on. Like if I want to follow sports, you know, I put on the Bleacher Report app on my phone and I see some notifications or if I want to follow news and news apps, I can do that with no issues, but I don't have to actually look at my phone. So I really like Push Bullet for, for that. Now, before I wrap this video, I have a challenge for you. My challenge for you in 2021 is to learn something new every single day, which is a low bar, you know, but what I really mean by that is to learn something new with intent. What I'm not challenging you to do is to turn on your TV and be told what to think about, how to feel about that thing, and when to be thinking about it. You know, if you take a step back and think about when we're a product of our environment, it can be very easy to just turn on the TV because it's there. Oh, cable news, and what should I think about, and how should I feel about it? It's like, I want you to like have intent and go find something that's interesting to you and seek out that knowledge on demand. Whether it is on YouTube, you know, I put a YouTube logo up here because I'm on YouTube all the time because I can go and get information on demand instantly. And there's like some of the smartest people in the world out here just sharing their knowledge for free. So learn something new every day and hopefully it will become as addictive as it is to me, to you. Because um, I really think it's, you know, it's one of the greatest things about being alive today is that we have all this like instantaneous information available to us on demand. All right, and that's pretty much it for this video, guys. Just a quick reminder, I do have some courses that have have essentially outlined my journey as a um, e-commerce seller through various methods over the past four years. If you'd like to check any of them out, I'll put a link in the description. And that's it. Thank you so much for watching this video till the end. If you haven't already and you want to hit that like button and subscribe, that would be awesome. I'd really appreciate that. But thank you guys. I'll see you tomorrow. Mm -hmm.